Hello and welcome back to our Muscle and Hustle podcast. Tony is and down a wee protein shake, bright and early. What's that, bright and early? Monday morning, we're a bit later recording this week. Tony was away in his wee holly bobs. Holly bobs to... Fuck holly bobs. Holly bobs to England with the lads. It's like slave labour for fuck's sake. He was over getting a boy ready. Like yeah. coach, coach Tony. Fucking, I'm being totally serious. And I said, Hammy said to me, like... He wouldn't have made weight if it wasn't for me because I had to bring him down clothes and all. I had to sprint there and like, he had nothing to wear and all. No, 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 no. Sprint there. Me and I had to follow on. It felt like he was bagging fire service. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was tragic. He went, do you know what he went in? So his cutoff was 225, right? So for anybody listening, 225 pounds, right? It's about 100 ish kilos, maybe even more. Uh, Whatever it is, 225. He went in. So everybody was weighing in front of him. I wasn't there for the weighing because I just trained like was right. I'm heading back here. The weighing will be no issue today. So I headed back up the apartment and he rang me and he goes, man, like everybody's weighing in their clothes. And I goes, well, weigh in your clothes if you want. He weighed in his clothes. He's fucking seven pounds over, seven and a half pounds over. So your boy goes, fucking strip like unless you've got weights in your pockets. So he stripped off his clothes and three pounds came off him. So he had four to lose, and your boy goes, you have 40, you have about an hour, but by the time I jogged, which was, it was about a 10-minute jog, but obviously I'm slow as fuck. So we had 45 minutes, and then we were, sta- I was fucking standing out of the sauna, making sure he wasn't going to fuck. He was dripping, and he went in, and I mean, he went in with a minute to spare on weight, and I was like, he was like, that's a mess. And I was like, yeah, it is, but there will not be one person that weighs heavier than you. Did... I take it that like he weighed himself the day before. Was he spot on weight, or did he expect to lose a lot overnight? So he was very concerned about. See, Helmy's metabolism is mass is it's stupid high. Yeah, he finished his his comp prep there on three thousand three hundred calories. Jesus, and a two, twenty minute walk that was it. Nothing else because he usually eats about seventy eight thousand in his office. He's a very big dude, but. Like the other fellas there, and it's just me being straight. Me and Helen made the conversation after, and he was just be brutally honest. And it's like everything the winner is just bigger and leaner. That's it, yeah. That's what you know, that's always going to be the way. There's there's somewhere, someone maybe out there that's going to be, unless you're like a, an it's absolute a very, freak. Do you know what? It actually really see the more and more I go to see shows, the more it puts me off them. They're so so grim. Oh, it's not like it's just a breeding ground for bodies. More for you, there's just a great breeding ground to hate yourself. Well, it's I well, if you there's very rarely a a bodybuilder, unless like the one of the top boys who's who's winning everything that's happy, <laughs> they're always grumpy feckers. Like, I think if I was competing now, I'd be fucking leaning towards like a WFF or something because I don't know if I'd be willing to fucking spend that long and that many shows competing to build up further like the boy who won is were winning pro cards they're normally boys that have been in the game for five six years comp- like year on year and that's just yeah. fucking sounds terrible that and year after year and it's one of the things where i think people are trying to sort an insecurity by winning a pro card sometimes yeah they're trying uh, yeah. to fill this void like it's it's just don't get me wrong i completely a lot I of people do it for business don't they yeah so they can I'm just put it yeah, like, don't get me wrong, I'm one of the few people that probably is on both sides of the fence. Like, I completely get why people would want to chase pro card. It's yeah. cool, you know, it's idolized. But I also think it's one of the things where you would look back on and be like, was the trade-off worth it? And you'd probably have to try and convince yourself it was when it wasn't. So 
for me, it's one of the things like. Well, for a pro card, how many years do you think from from day one in the gym? Well, from day one in the gym, taking it serious, serious. Right now, if, if ten years, I shape, right? For me to get a pro card in physique, and this is me being honest, right? I would have to compete this year, finish top three, probably top four, five. Join like either my say top three in my class, or say you win your class and you get slapped in the overall, you wouldn't have a chance winning pro card, right? Yeah. Then you're talking a minimum, in my opinion, to bring me up to like a level, it would be a minimum of two years I reckon and then you would be and it would be two years off season where you're fucking really pushing the boundaries and I think being a pro card you just have to be so juiced of your fucking banger mm, yeah like, and then you've got health like going to check like uh-huh. like it, it, like that's where in my opinion the trade off is like I think you can get to a certain level and then to really get like the like you can t- see on stage too like see when you're looking at the boy who like there's don't get me wrong there's taking gear with them shows but there's boys on stage who just look Green, they look just grainy and different, and you can tell they're just pumping so much. Like yeah, I was saying there's boys backstage that were winning classes and they were sniffing lines and fucking popping five, six pills and poppers and all before they were fucking going on. It was fucking nuts. Like they were just taking as much as, and the boy that won was the one doing all that. Like taking gear to get up for the routine. He said he didn't know if it was cocaine or didn't know if it was fucking something else. We sniffing. Well, what, what the fuck would he be? You're not. What else would he be sniffing? Fucking uh, get in your brain. It could be fucking. And you wouldn't, mate. You wouldn't have a fucking clue. Jesus Christ. And that, do you know what? You don't see that though. You see it's health and fitness in your. Oh well, there's nothing. I don't think there's nothing healthy about bodybuilding. Like, I be believe. Honest. Don't get me wrong. I believe it's healthier. Like see my like see with see with my ones and seeing everything in my like in anybody's life, it's just pick your poison. Yeah. Like yeah. you can go out the weekends and drink and people are like, oh losers I drink. But then there's people that are fucking are popping pills to take shows and stuff. So there's it's just really one of them things where like I don't think you should I wouldn't ever I don't like criticizing people's life choices in my opinion, because that's not fair. Well the accomplishment that that they go through to get even to get onto the stage, never mind to win anything, is Remarkable, like it's, uh, it's, scene, it's the same as like a a pro or a competitive athlete in any sport, the Commonwealth Games Olympics. No matter even if they have dabbled, you, you still doesn't do all the years and everything else. And it's the same as if somebody builds a business. You just have to respect what they've done on the ground, even if they get a little bit lucky or they do a wee thing here or there. It's one of the things where it adds up. But no, it's just I mean it was just it, it's one of the things where the more and more I look at it, the more and more you see stuff that's wrong with it do you know what I mean uh, but also Tony you can't let the fans down the podcast fans the muscle hustlers down we have a big group of people coming to the, your your competition buses we're bringing buses maybe one mini bus of six people we're taking over uh, fuck the laugh Tony's army oh my god <laughs> we're gonna be in the back row just the whole back of the place gonna be taken up uh, Playing borons and all. Boom, 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 well, no, boom. firstly, I've got to do this photo shoot. <laughs> You're looking leaner. I am a lot leaner. See yeah, when you I see mean, when I notice. See when you drop your calories. You're brighter around the face, around the eyes. I've got a jawline, mate. It just comes in. It's like no, but you're brighter. You're more alert. Yeah, hundred percent. I just feel better. You're not supposed to be. You're you just be beating your body up, eating that much. So like the nicest calorie range of your meal, and this is me being honest. The nicest calorie range is about two five to about. Just under four, like set three, eight, three, five, yeah. something like that. Where you're just, you don't really have to think about it. You'll just fall between there. Whereas, see, once you're over four or you're under two, it's just grim. Yeah. 
And if you're a female, under 1500 is dog shite, and anything over two, three, two, four is dog shite for you. Yeah, well, I suppose it depends if you're if you're by nature a very clean eater. Yeah, but at the same time, I even find it's just from a convenience standpoint. Yeah, yeah because I know I know some people who struggle because they just they eat by natural, they eat clean. They're not really in the sauces. They actually struggle to get over two five hundred. That's it. It's just one of the things where it comes down to that as well. But I even notice just whenever you're not, whenever I'm not eating as much, so you save time. Like for breakfast, I'll have a protein shake and some fruit and stuff and yes I would have something similar maybe when I'm bulking but I'd also have to have fucking 100 grams of oats or something and they fill the shit out of you like yeah do you know what I mean so then you'd be fucking sluggish and you don't be as in tune and even whenever I'm out walking now like you see me walking around there like I'll be on my phone and you'd be like fuck me he's scrolling I'm editing videos I'm like constantly wanting to do something because I've got energy like um yeah and, and then you're running you started running caffeine and all as well I just didn't like you're you know, waking up earlier yeah, 100%. Not today, though. Fuck, after Sunday there. Fucking see anytime I get... I got a wee bit of a sore head yesterday traveling, even though it was an only an hour flight. And see anytime that I get even remotely stuff like that, I always just try and sleep for as long as possible. Yeah. Like, see if anybody's ever getting run down and they'd be like, oh, like, should we be drinking fucking ginger shots or should we be taking this or that? Honestly, just get your ass in the bed and sleep more. Take a nap, go to bed earlier, yeah. wake up. That's the one thing I, I've... I've been very strict on since the clubs have reopened. Is you no know, picking your battles. You no, know, if you're gonna if you're gonna be if there's four nights a week you're gonna be out after three a.m. You can't be getting up at seven. No, you can't be getting up at seven. You pretty much can't be getting up at seven any any of the days in between either, because there's studies, there's studies to show that if you're if you're sleeping late, it doesn't really. There's studies to show it doesn't really matter what way your body clock falls. Yeah. As long as you sleep seven and a half hours over yeah. night. And the thing is, what people don't realize with sleep is that whenever you're reading for the studies, they had it professional footballers, I think it was it was in the study, and it's real They had them sleep in I think three hour blocks. Yeah. Like just three hours, three hours, an hour and a half to split up over the day, or seven and a half hours, and all their hormone levels, everything else stayed the same. Now I wouldn't enjoy that myself. But they done it, and it was fine because you will get people like that. But it's one of the things where it showed their immune function didn't drop. But if you sleep an hour less every night, so say for example, you sleep six and a half hours instead of seven and a half, yeah. right? You're fine. Over a week, you've lost a full night's sleep. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then you've got a sleep debt of a night. Like imagine you not sleeping one night. That's what's happened there. And people don't people turn around to me and go, I don't know why I'm sick. I'm like, imagine you stayed awake for a full day, you'd feel like dog shit. That's yeah. what happened. Yeah. Now, and that's one of them things where that your body your body doesn't just forget about that and this is where people go ah new week start off you now owe a debt of, of seven hours and if you do that for a month now you owe four nights sleep then two months joe that's fucking eight, it's a full week like if you do if you're an hour short for two months you've literally lost so much sleep do you know what i mean it's actually it's it's over a week well, of uh, sleep you've I, lost. I, it's probably two hours short for about four years every night yeah, and I bet you know that it's the more you sleep, the more you not only it's quality of life too. Like, do you yeah. see the people that like feel a bit better? Really, yeah, like you just you have more energy, and I think that's really overlooked for people. Like, it's something I try to drill home with clients all the time, and it's very tough because people are like, "Oh, new week, I'll sort of sleep," and I'm like, "I know you're not going to sleep fucking seven and a half hours every night for the rest of your life, but it's one of the ones where if you're well under, it's going to catch up with you, and you're going to get really ill, and then do you know what's going to happen is. You're going to do big long stints of sleep. You only sleep for like 20 hours because that's your body trying to recoup itself. Oh, you'll, be, you'll be dead before they. What's this? Oh, 
hundred percent. Did you know there's studies to prove this too, which is very interesting that, uh, and that you'll not believe this, that sleeping less than six hours is just as unhealthy as sleeping more than eight and a half to nine per night. Is, is sleep more than sleep more than eight and a half? What, what's bad about that? There's time between seven and eight and a half. I don't know. The study was over to do with like movement and how long you should be sedentary at one time. Uh, it was saying that. Now, don't get me wrong. It's been years since I read this, so I might be corrected. But it was saying that if you sleep under, I think it was under six and a half or over. It could have been eight and a half, nine per night. Because there is some people who sleep nine hours a night. There is high, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I would take like I'd say last night I slept nine hours. But we're talking about people who do it every day. Yeah. Uh, and I was saying something to do with the fact of like you're not supposed to be lying about that fucking long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that would that, from that standpoint, that would make sense. Like, but but I think from a standpoint, if I had to pick one, that would definitely be Rafa would be the person with more sleep than less. I think everybody after going on an absolute rager has done a good to a twelve hour stint in bed. Like for me, I don't. Yeah, for me, I honestly don't understand what the, I think the study was to do with blood pressure and like uh, movement. Do you know, like the fact that you just lay on the couch for like nine hours or something rather than say, I don't know. It was it was a bit of a weird study. I remember reading it and being like, "What the fuck?" I was on a course and they actually brought it up because uh, they were talking about like the perfect sleep time, which is seven and a half, nah. which is a bit optimal. So I just tell people like, if you can get between seven and eight, like I always aim for seven. Seven, eight. Don't, don't always get it, like, but. As long as you're trying, you don't need to be perfect. See people that stress with it. And if you don't have it by a Lumix alarm clock, then things are unbelievable. No, here we go. Then mm. things are the next level. Lumix, is this the fucking thing that lights the room up? Yeah, I've had one for about three, four years. Does, now. But it doesn't really work for me if I go to bed at half three. By the time... It does, though, because it'll mimic sun. It'll mimic but there's sun sun's baiting through the curtains at that stage, anyway. Yeah, but it should regularly you to wake up. Because like, I wake up by light, not sound then, you know? Oh, fuck. You're a walking gimmick. Here, I think we've solved all the issues of love. Of love, I think we've done it. I think we've completed it. There was a lot of positive feedback. I'm not gonna. There has been that. a lot of positive feedback. People actually are surprised that we're knowledgeable in them things. I don't know. If, I don't know if I should take that as a, a compliment or. Joe, you know I feel like it is too. Though I feel like it's a lot easier to give advice when it's not your scenario. Yes, a hundred percent. Like if I'm in them shoes, I'm like fuck you be overthinking it a wee bit and whereas whenever you've no emotional connection to it you can always think logically this is what i always say like see if you're ever having an argument with somebody that you're really in, like you love or your family members like just go i'll be back in a couple minutes and just go away and completely take your emotion out of it all right take yourself out of the equation take yourself completely out. whenever you come back you your emotions will be gone and you'll be like right well thank fuck it and say something rude or there was no need for it. You go away and de-stress because it's one of the things where you'll probably regret it after you said or even just sometimes when people talk or say something where they're emotional, it's usually the wrong thing because they're not thinking logically. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's always the way. Like when, when you're in the, what is it, when you're in the fire. Is that the word? The heat is? of the moment. The heat of the moment. You're, you'll say stuff that you don't always mean or you or you, you kind of, you're not, uh, what's the word? You're not communicating it right. You're yeah. kind of making it. You're, you're. You know what you're trying to say, but you're not saying it the right way. And then before you know it, they've they've fucking jumped a conclusion, and you're in a full scale argument. Then, oh, hundred percent. It's one of them things where it, it's just whatever I find it. Like I went to a course before. It was all about like controlling your emotions. Like the book. Uh, don't get me wrong. I don't mind it, but I probably do. I know I do like it. Whatever you're starting out with, like psychology and trying to self manage your mindset 
in the book. It's called Chimp Paradox. It's not bad reading. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very good book. It's like a first step into that. And if you've never read that, it's very good. It's, it's about controlling your chimp, which is like your 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 emotions and your primal sort of urges, like in what way you should actually think about that. And it's actually a very good book if you've never thought of it because the first issue is solving any decision or the first thing you should be doing is you want to remove, not remove emotion completely, but you want to really, to be honest, just sideline it. You do want to not be worried too much about it. And then you can make the best decision. The problem is emotion clouds judgment. Yeah. Yeah. Same as like, I have a friend who broke up with her partner there recently and he just said the whole time, it was like, he didn't want to go through the pain, but logic. And then like, he just goes like, oh, we just were dragging along for like a year and a half there. And like, he knew, like he told me a year ago, like it was going to happen, but because emotion was involved, he's made it harder for himself now for fuck's sake rather than thinking logically this was never going to work that's it done yeah yeah i i just string it well string it along but string it along yeah like, like keep it, it going and, and prolonging prolonging it because you're like oh can we bore going through this at the moment and then by the time that happens you prolong it prolong it prolong it and it gets worse yeah um, oh, absolutely. we do actually i went across the the messages there on instagram we have one we have one kind of half red flags of women or men? Well, it's a it's a girl asking it. So it's red flags, dating red flags, relationship red flags. They put it. I have a one that a lot actually asked me about red flag, and he said, "Is me liking other girls' pictures a red flag?" I say no. Well, no, I don't say no. I say no depending on where they're co- what the the reason what they're the liking them is. and what the photo is, and do they know <laughs> the person? Do they know the person or the friends of the person? But then, like for example, like if, if, uh, you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I was gonna say. Like for example, if I seen like a photo shoot of a girl I knew, I would like the photo because I'd be like, "Fuck, fair fox." I because but you're doing it from a point going, "I know what you went through to get there." Yeah, but the problem is, do people look at it like that? And then, <laughs> well, so it doesn't really know. It doesn't really matter what other people think. The only person really matters is you and your what your it's your girlfriend. It's a no no for women. Like, like I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. As a, as a, as a meal to meal here, if you're trying to go out with a lass or really, don't be liking other women's photos because they notice that and they will call. They'll not call you on it. They'll clock it. Yeah. They will 100. And see, the thing is, see, the more you interact with them on Instagram. <laughs> The more your name will be the first one that comes up as, uh, say, Tony McAlevey likes this and 465 others, your name will always be first. So you're liking everything. She will just be constantly referred to that you're liking everything. And I think whenever you give your attention to everybody, it's not worth anything then as well. Yeah, well, that that part's, yeah, yeah. You make it look like you want fucking anything that's going. Whereas, for example, if you like fuck all that's like over the other sex, yeah. that if you think are, is fit, then whenever you do like something, it's a wee bit different. Joe, yeah, it's like wrong. I'm still liking sure. Yeah, movies. I remember. I remember. This is going back. Fuck, it's going back a long time. When I first started doing the events in the half field, there was a load of gears sitting at a table, and they were talking with some fella, and the gear was like, "No, no, no." His Snapchat scores too high. That yes, that used to be a thing, hundred percent. I don't. I never would even. I don't even know. I well, still don't know how Snapchat scores worked out. It's but, every snap is a point. At uh, one point, nah, one point. I can't be. So there's people with well over a million, like. That is it. Yeah, hundred percent. Because I'm not too sure if tax counts as well. But I remember, 
I used to be like fuck a hundred thousand. She's definitely out of with everybody. No way, not for me. Now, don't get me wrong. That's my small town thinking. But at the time, this is probably about six, seven years ago. Joe, like if her Snapchat score was triple mine, I'd be like fuck. And I'm talking. What's your Snapchat people. score now? Oh, I'm gonna check mine here. Right, check yours. I would put money on it that yours is higher than mine. No, 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 no. I barely use Snapchat. I've never really used it. Oh, have you not? 20,354. Yours, I bet yours is well in the 100,000. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be lying. No. Don't you my, be lying now. Mine's 115. I knew that. I fucking knew you. I actually think that's a low Snapchat score. It is. I know it is. Fucking. Do you want me to go through? I'm sure I can load up other people's. Can you look at other people's Snapchat scores? Yeah, like, right. Well, they're, they're, they're yeah, there's that. I'm going to call it, uh, call it Johnny McDamee, my barber, so I'll rat him. Because uh, I'm going to see him and Lee McGovern will get a good laugh at this. Where do you get their scores? So, oh. Yeah, like, for example, Johnny's is 580,000. Oh. <laughs> Johnny's been at it before. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to figure out. Friend of mine, Murky. Murky from hey. Kilku. 120,000, Murky. There's someone who would do throwing you under the bus, man. And his is up around 300,000. She's worth throwing people under the bus here badly. Fuck, Johnny's probably the highest I have here, I reckon. You think so? Gotta be. Uh, fucking plenty anyway, but... Uh, yeah, no, there is. There's some really high ones here, but at yeah. the same time, it's one of them ones where... Yeah, I, I would never think of it that way. But then there is people that use Snapchat as a you know messaging was- tool. Yeah, 100%. Do you know whenever I was in Vegas, one of my mates uses it constantly. I'm afraid to check his. His has to be like a million or two million. <laughs> Go check it. You don't have to name him. I'm not going to name him because he'll actually kill me. He, uh, right, let me find him here. Uh, anyway, he messaged me when I was in Vegas, right? <laughs> and he messaged me going, man, go into your fucking... He goes, go into your fucking maps and turn yourself to ghost mode. And I goes, what do you mean? Oh, he goes, he's not too bad. He was on seven hundred thousand. There, he was a million. Uh, uh where were where were you when he told you to turn the ghost mode? He goes, I know you're in a strip club. <laughs> and he, and he I goes, I goes, what do you mean? He goes, your location's this street. I googled what's on that street. There's only one thing on that street, mate. One thing, and he goes, it's the big, he goes, it's the biggest strip club in Las Vegas. Uh. He goes, you'll get yourself in trouble. But I messaged him back, going like, I don't. Well, if you go if you go off strip in Vegas and you're not going to Fremont Street, there's a chance you everybody knows you're going, you're going to, to a strip club or you're going to a shooting range. Nobody's yeah, at shooting range is at two a.m. And he asked me be like, just so you know, because in case something comes up or you getting shit. And I was like, nah, I mean, I was like, anywhere I go, I don't give a fuck. People say it. that wouldn't stress me at all. I be, I goes, eh, and he goes right then. I stayed on for you. And he was like, I always have mine off. And then I wrote something like sleeves. But it was a case of the fact that I yeah. wonder if he noticed that. How well, he, I would say now he noticed it because he knows that he may have been in places where he shouldn't have been before and, ha- and knows to turn it off. I'd say that's just quite interesting because if you clicked on me and That say, could say more about him than say about you. Yeah, but I was like, fuck, I forgot people check stuff like that because I remember going on like uh, dates no years ago. Right. And like, you used to check where, where they're close to your, close to. Oh, do you know what used to happen? I remember this because I remember being in like a, it's probably around A levels, right? It's probably like six year, seven year. I think Snapchat was out maybe like a year then. Snapchat must be out a good seven or eight years now, wouldn't it be? Oh, more than that. 
way more now. Yeah, well, it was around the start of it anyway, and it was around the time they just brought in the map. So, like, yeah. do you remember they had the best friend thing? So you were completely caught out. Oh, completely caught out with that. Caught out. They had to get, I wish they still had. I wish they still kept that for ages. Uh, I think it's still there, but it gives you, like, three. You can have three or four. I reckon that I reckon that dropped usage, and that's why they took it off because then people were like, "Fuck, let's just move to WhatsApp or whatever." Anyway, yeah. uh, and the funny thing is, you used to have somebody up at your top, and then like you would see her. You, it, you know what I would call you? I remember I said, "Well, lass," and I had another fella that I knew, and her on it, and she, um, she and me were like top. Yeah. And then there was a fella in her second, and she was second in his, and I was like, "Well, they're obviously fucking flirting then." <laughs> And you're sort of like, this is fucking awkward now. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so then I would bring up, I would start snapping an overlast to try and bring her up in my score. And then all oh, of a sudden you'd Jesus. see them. Do you know what I mean? Shit like that. You're some uh, game player, hey? That's me. But here, no, more importantly, where I, was just, I remember going on a date, right? When I was younger, I think it was probably like six years. And I think, I don't know what we'd done. I forget. It was fucking years ago. Mate. This must be like eight years ago. And I remember my mates snapped me going, How's it going? And I was like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" And the screenshot, the Snapchat, man, and it was me and her. We you know uh, like things uh, together, and I was like, "Fuck no!" Like I was like, "I'm just here," and they were like, "In your fuck." And then I was like, "It's mad that people do that because people used to do that in the Holy Lands to figure out who was with who." Yeah, the Holy Lands is one, but we used to actually use it in the Holy Lands to check was was that night going to be busy? Because you know, you, you sometimes you go, "Is the students all up tonight?" You know, on a Sunday night or whatever you're trying to work out as the students about, so you'd flick up the whole the map, and then because of you because you had that many followers uh, on the business uh, maps, you would. How many followers do you have on Snapchat? You must have loads, did you? Um, that was uh, back in like your prime where you were doing some of the houses and stuff, wasn't it? No, well that, that was that was a different that Snapchat got banned. Um, this one here was just always my normal one, just. Join Snapchat 2013. I uh, don't know how many followers I um, But like we had ones for for the club nights, and you would flick up the maps, and you'd just see the Holy Land's just a crowd of wee icons, and then you'd see people moving. You know when you could see them moving, yeah. And you'd be like, right, tonight's gonna be a busy one, or you would flick it up and go, fuck, nobody's here, especially around Easter holidays. You're like, yeah, nobody's about. Yeah, that's actually a good show. It's mad enough though, but like sure apps have came went. Remember Bebo and MySpace and MySpace was uh you wouldn't remember MySpace. MySpace was about whatever I was about. Bebo was Tom, Tom and MySpace was your first friend. Remember that? Yeah. It's fucking absolutely nuts, me. But I uh, they come and go. Well, same as musically, musically well, it was TikTok. I would never, and this just shows how much I'm up. I wouldn't like it's so straightforward. This may be an honest like, people don't realize it, but like in my opinion right now TikTok is the king because every other platform is changing into TikTok yeah YouTube has brought in shorts of 10 seconds Instagram now is Reels and the and same swipe thing as TikTok and it's because see if you look at TikTok whenever I first seen it like two years ago right it was around just before lockdown yeah I, this def, definitely not for me not my sort of social not yeah. my sort, sort of social media platform definitely not for me and then see the more you actually think about it it's built to fucking ru- ruin you because it's just constant, constant 10 second, 20 second videos. Just, no, don't get me wrong, they brought in longer videos, but it's made that it's so just, you, it just, you don't even swipe it, just as soon as one's done, it moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just, at the time it was built, so you would just consume so much content. And it just really was like, and I was like, that'll never work. But whenever you actually break down, it was built to keep you on it longer than any other platform. 
Yeah. No, it is. It's 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 very smart. There's no reason to really be on Facebook or to be on uh, Bebo or Instagram. Maybe a little bit of interaction, but there's so much going on. Another one. So yeah, no, it's just interesting. It'll be interesting to see if there's any other social medias that come out in the next five, ten years. Yeah. No, it's TikTok. I TikTok's good. Like, but it's it's got its. I don't know. It's got its it, Instagram and Facebook have got their got their core audiences, and TikTok's got their audience. It just depends on what audience you need, you know. I do, I believe personally, if you're selling, this is me being honest from a business perspective, you're never gonna sell anything like a high level, like anything over four hundred pound, three hundred pound. You're never selling off off TikTok. No, like no, 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 no. You're probably not selling anything over 50, 60 quid in TikTok, in my opinion. Well, the thing about TikTok is right. You could go viral today and be the fucking king of the crop. Everybody's talking about it. five, six, seven, eight, nine million video. Your next video could get nine hundred views, and no, the I'm next one after that could get twenty thousand. The next one after I get four thousand. There is people my that views, there's people that from that. Do you remember the one that went viral? With my dad, like I got. This is exactly how it went: five point three million, right? Then I got sixty thousand, twelve thousand, fifteen thousand, yeah. thirty thousand, seventy thousand, and then see if you go back. See if you come now. 2,000, yeah. 5,000, 8,000, yeah. 3,000, 1,200, 26K. Joe, it's a real up and down thing. So it's it, the only good thing about that is anything can pop, but anything can flop as well. Yeah. Well, see, that's a the thing. They're going to, at some stage, like every business, they're going to they're gonna move to paid content more often. Than, you can still run ads on TikTok. So then the, the, they'll, turn, uh, they'll turn the algorithm into a wee prick again same way as instagram did same way as they'll facebook did within, yeah they'll do that in no time at all i completely agree with instagram like instagram at the moment is a nightmare is a nightmare um actually facebook's be, facebook i facebook's actually been a lot better than instagram lately but instagram at the moment is a nightmare to get any sort of organic content out there um and they're just shadow banning people like mad who isn't playing ball but 100%. the prime example is like my account is probably one of the most like my type of fitness account is probably the one that uses ads probably up one of the most in like instagram if you get me like them fitness accounts yeah yeah oh yeah 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 so unless i'm doing reels my stuff gets shown to fuck all because they know rightly that i'm somebody who should be paying for ads exactly and then you notice that where you're like i've got this amount of likes on the posts but then my stories like post, then my stories has this sort of views 100%. Like, if I post a transformation now, it gets fuck all views. Like, the main thing that built my following from... Those transformations. I was about 1,000 to about... I built from 1,000 to about 6,500 organically, right? And the only thing that built me was transformations. Yeah. They used to go... They used to get, like, 1,000 likes, and I used to get, like, say, 50, 60, 100 follows off them. Yeah. And see, now if I post a transformation, I'm likely to get unfucking followed. Yeah, yeah, it's it's mad the way it it's mad the way it goes. It's fucking like see if you were starting a social media account from scratch now, like from scratch and trying to do it organically, never happening, never happening. I don't give, a, I don't care who you are. You may hold the forward. I need to go to the toilet. Tony's going to the toilet, right? But anyway, we'll go back to red flags. Any other red flags? You know what's a red flag for me? If the girl's a sash head and she just wants to drink all the time and go out and party. That is a big red flag to me. Um, and even if you went out once a week, twice a week, don't mind. But see when it gets three, four, five times a week, and you're going out and getting blocked, 
that would be a red flag to me. There's nothing stable about that sort of thing. Um, that would that would actually be one of my number one. Nobody wants to be with a shed like. Yeah, it's not nice. Not good. Um, other red flags. Let's let's have a think. Well, the the your territory of going between X and red flags here, but another red flag to me would be a girl who knows too many people in a weird way. You know that sort of girl. If you don't say if you're new into an area and you meet someone, you're like, oh, she knows everybody. Um, everybody knows her. But would also be a red flag that. No, it's hard to explain, um, but that's kind of like a famous red flag. That's oh, my Aussie friends. If there's any Aussie friends that are listening to this, they know that because that's one that they all live by. Is when they know too many people. They know all the club staff. They know all the club bouncers. They know all the club DJs. They know all the club. They just know everybody in social, and social aspects. That's a massive red flag. <laughs> and if any of my Aussie mates are listening to this now, they'll uh, they'll know what I'm talking about. Because I think that actually I probably was taught it by them. But yeah, you do. It's it's kind of ask. You have to beg the question. Going, how do you know so many people in all these different nightclubs and bars and <laughs> all this security people? Maybe you're spending a wee bit too much time, so you kind of lead into lead into each other. But yeah, actually, guys, new song came out on Friday. So if you want to go to Spotify and write. Mickey Quinn with Back. you in the Spotify. Stream my new song. Oh, Jesus Christ. Share it on your stories. This is terrible. I apologize for anybody leaving him alone with you. No, it's all right. I spent the last five minutes giving you abuse. That's all right. Well, fuck me. I need to run there. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, go ahead and stream the new song. Don't bother <laughs> buying it. Don't bother buying it. It's not worth buying it, to be honest. Nobody stream buys it. songs anymore, do they? Uh, I don't know. But I'll tell you what they are doing. My song has been played by the Russian army. No doubt. <laughs> because I'm getting a lot of I'm getting a lot of plays and shazams at the moment in Russia. And then followed by four or five days later, streams and shazams in Ukraine. So that tells me They're using it as a, a war. I think it could be the national anthem of the tank regiment. They're saying, can we stop fighting and actually go find who made this song so we can we can fight them? Could we? Or they're just <laughs> getting they're just getting absolute crunk in the back of the tank, listening to my tunes. Crunk. And they're like, hopefully this war ends soon, so then we can make we can meet the guy, meet him, meet Mickey Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> As if they're saying it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what they're doing the tanks. Yeah, they have a poster of Putin and a poster of me. <laughs> They're like, that's all. We just want the war to end. You're talking, you're saying when the, when the war ends. The war ends. They're all going to Hatfield Tuesdays. Oh, sweet fuck. Load of Russians. Just land up. Big regiment of them. Leaving, the, ta- leaving the tanks normal road. <laughs> Park them up. <laughs> will, we, will we talk about the slap? Yeah, yuck, fuck yeah. But I don't think going into too long. Well, we're at 35 minutes now. We're going to be wrapping up soon. Tony, couple minutes. give me your take on it. I honestly see both. See the fact, and this is me being straight, right? I'm the first person who will defend 
him for I'm the first person who will defend him for slagging and making a joke of anything, right? That's yeah. his job. He's a comedian. Right, comedian. So I believe anything and everything is on the table, right? Yeah. However, if you make a joke at somebody and somebody doesn't take it as a joke, you already know that there's a risk of that. So you have to accept the consequences if that person comes up and smacks you. Yeah. So I actually don't feel, and I know everybody's going, violence isn't the answer. And yes, violence is not the answer 90% of the time. But if somebody speaks ill mouth for your wife and she's not happy, yeah, there's nothing wrong with you going over and showing your disapproval. Now, yes, they could have sat there and frowned, but at the same time, emotion, as I said, he wasn't thinking of it logically. There's a lot going on in Will Smith's life. Like she's cheering him multiple times. Well, they're they're in an open, they're in an open marriage. But I think the point is, is, he's the biggest laughing stock of Hollywood because is. she is sleeping and bringing, is it a 21-year-old on holidays with him? I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's a mess. So he's a wee rapper. She got this rapper clean. He was an addict. She got this rapper clean, started sleeping with him. But when they go on family holidays, he also goes on the holidays. That's a mess. I didn't know that. Um, and he's like the biggest cuck. And Will Smith is just a laughing stock of Hollywood because he lets his shit go on, and the whole Tupac thing has always been a thing against Will Smith as well because every year <laughs> she she puts up the big post. And this is me being honest, Will. Yeah, that cut out a wee bit there. Sorry, he, he and this is me being honest. He should just cut it with that wife now. Yeah, he probably should. Like, but he, his, his children are frying his head. I think Jaden's not identifying as anything at the minute. Uh, he was going out with Tyler the Creator. He was straight, then he was gay. Oh, was he going out with Tyler the Creator? I don't know. Yeah, he was, he was gay, but I don't know if he was gay. I don't know if he wasn't. He's 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 not anything at the minute. I think he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't identify as anything. So I don't know what he's identifying. Uh, could be a door. Could be fucking anything. <laughs> but it's one of them things where I think that's taking a real toll on him too. Yeah. Well, it's and hard then, to be the action star when your whole fucking family, your your yeah. wife, your wife sleeping with a twenty one year old rapper every year. On Tupac's birthday, she puts up a post, pretty much her undying love for Tupac. For yeah, Tupac, 100%. and then and he's, like, he's Will Smith's not a catch. Uh, it's not. It's not as if Will Smith's not one of the most talented people that's ever lived. Like Will Smith probably has. I like, and I mean this being brutally honest. Don't get me wrong. I don't believe his career has been. I think King Richard's obviously probably been phenomenal. I haven't seen it, but his career has been very downhill the last couple of years anyway since all this shit's been going on but apart from that like we're talking like you'll very you'll know very few people who haven't seen iRobot Hitch when he's in his prime yeah bad boy he was the the, ma- the man in Hollywood so I believe like if he and this is me being honest if he ditched her in the morning he'd be better off mentally but emotionally do you think physically. there's a lot of people believe that like there are a lot of people first of all there's a lot of people believe that she 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 doesn't like him being so successful, which 100%. is is a different is a story for another day. There's a lot of people in Hollywood believe that. Um, well, if I seen her and him, I'd be like, "Who the fuck are you?" Yeah, but I'm also, do you think if it was say Jason Momoa, Chris Hemsworth, um, I don't know somebody else that's a big tank of a man would have said that joke? Do you think Will Smith would have walked up on stage and slapped them? Oh, I don't know. Apparently, he's made a couple of jokes with his wife, so I honestly don't know. It's hard to know. Yeah. Well, it's even, yeah. even say if it was Kevin Hart. Yeah, I'd say he would have slapped Kevin Hart. Nah, no, nah, I don't think so. 
I don't know. I could have been. I think. Cra- I think. Uh, well, the only thing that makes me think it's staged is he's what is it five foot? He's six three, six two. Sorry, Will Smith. As I thought, he was a lot taller. He's six two. You're about five ten. He's got thirty three pounds on him, and he slapped him and didn't put him back a step. That's what I thought was weird. Because if I no no offense, if I'm gonna if, even if I was gonna slap Chris Rock, if I didn't even make him take a backward step, I'd be like, sure, what's the point even doing that? Like, it's more the it's more the I'm standing for white thing. But I'm gonna be honest, like his wife has shown him fuck all respect. Uh, she's she doesn't so seem like a nice character. Like, this is me. This is me being brutally honest. He has taken all of his frustration out. Not one slap. Yeah. And that's just been enough to pour him over the edge. And this is a prime example of he hasn't dealt with his shit at home and now it's came out. And this is me being straight. If your wife cheats on you, say bye bye. Yeah. Maybe in straight. I think that is stupid. Like at that stage, she yeah. has all this open relationship and they're working for seeing that interview where they're sitting facing each other and they're having Well, she ruined them on that red table. Eh? Yeah, but that's embarrassing. Like, yeah. like that's why I would be turning around and going like and this is me being straight. Like she doesn't actually. I know he's probably maybe not the best. More seen from the outside in, but a person the way she goes on, she does not deserve him at the way he's going on. No, no. he seems like too much of a nice guy now. Yeah, he just slap fucking Chris Rock and like Tally. But in terms of he's that deep in that he doesn't want to let go. Whereas he would actually have a much more fulfilling life now without her. Yeah, it does seem like it's a very toxic environment. Even it's the way, because he laughed at the joke and he laughed at the GAGN joke, and then he kind of looked aside and she rolled her eyes, and then he then his body language changed. You're kind of like, yeah, like were they aware that this joke was going to happen? Because a lot of time Hollywood do in them award shows, you're it's run past people. Like the the other big joke of the night when your doll Amy Schumer did it. And people were going nuts about it. She was like, well, she knew this joke was happening. Like, the person aimed at the joke knew this joke was happening. Don't worry. Like, it's not... I'm not making this up at the top of my head. She was given a fair warning. But it's hard to know. Um, I think it's been talked to death, too. But it's just it's something that I knew you, we, we, Tony, would have, a, would have an opinion of. You know me. So what's the plans for the rest of the week, Tony? Where are we at? Where are we at with where are we at with the new business? Uh, have you got backed all these people that you're you keep putting up going, we'll get three years? No, there's too many of them. Right. I'm being deadly fucking serious. I don't have the time for it. Like, I'm trying my best. And people have this real thing where they're giving me shit now work. And I'm like, right, well Well no, that's the right. They're fair to give you shit. You open you opened the floodgates and you weren't prepared for the flood. I am prepared. It's just people want me to reply within fucking within what two weeks? Two weeks is quick for me. Ah, no, come on. I usually the way I work my reply. If you were mentoring someone's business now, Tony, and some boy goes, oh, "I'm losing business, I'm not getting as much in," why? And he goes, "Well, it's taking me two weeks to reply to potential clients." Well, I don't reply every two weeks. I reply weekly on a Friday, and that's it because I do not have time. And also, the difference is. If you're losing business because you're so busy, you've got a bottleneck where you're not being able to take people in quick enough. Yeah. But the problem, but the problem is, if I take in say fifty more people, the quality of the coaching drops drastically. Yeah. And that's where people start taking money over results, and then their business dives in a minute. We're looking uh, at a third coach coming in. Yeah. We're looking at a third coach coming in now, anyway. Uh, and it's one of the things where, for me, I would rather somebody go fuck. I couldn't get on with him. He must be unbelievable. Then. I went on with him and the quality was so shit. 
Yeah, well, that's true too. There's a lot of coaches out there. There's a lot of shit coaches out there. Like loads of time, people go to me. Oh, could uh, I message them back? Like say every Friday, I'd be like, I message them whenever. Like I tell people all the time, I do replies on a Friday. And if I write to you at ten a.m. on a Friday and you don't get back to me until seven p.m. on a Friday, I probably just spent six hours in my fucking DMs anyway. Yeah, uh, you're not going to spend another hour. I can't spend that. Like the thing is, on average, like there was a week there. See my dad's video went viral. I got five. I think I got five hundred and seventy-five applications for coaching. Yeah. Right. And they were all people that weren't from Brown thing. And I was like, I'm not taking any use of it because, like, I don't use haven't user literally just brand new. Like, it's going to take me three months to get in anywhere near their applications from that day. Yeah. Uh, but it's one of the things where quality over quantity we're looking at another coach I'm looking at other ways like I'm building a platform to teach people because for the amount of leads I get and this is the thing that me and my mentors have talked about before for the amount of leads I get off my following it's that of way way a, a much much higher following yeah ah uh, yeah my, my engagement's really high like I get I'm getting fucking 12,000 views in a story yeah That's, you don't get that you don't get like what is that like 60, 60 70% yeah probably higher not yeah, like you usually don't get that in a story if you've got like 20k. So it's just, it's just taking me time. And it's not me being rude. It's just, I can't burn out. I've burnt, I've never been close to burnout before. And it's one of the things where, for example, if I have a photo shoot every weekend now for the next nine weeks as well, I wouldn't normally take on clients anyway because I'm trying to focus on the customers that are in the shop rather than the ones looking in. Yeah, true. Uh, so it's one of them things where it's not me being rude. I will, I will get back to every single person that applies it will take me time and I'm trying to sort out any issues with it so that's quality but what nine times out of ten happens and I'm just straight as the person I message a person say on a Friday and then I get back to them the following Friday and they go oh do you know what I actually just signed up with somebody else and I go absolutely no worries that same person will message me in six to nine months again yeah well also people do jump from coach to coach anyway people do people do like to uh, learn from different people yeah, 100%. a lot of people I would say a lot of the people as well applying to you you get a lot of coaches applying to you that want to know your secrets mountains that's that's my main yeah that's who's applying most of them yeah the boys want to know the secret the secret sauce the Tony sauce <laughs> Big Mac sauce. the Big Mac the Big Mac <laughs> Big Mac <laughs> Tony Big Mac Mac lady I'll sell big traps right guys going to knock it in the head Stuff That's to do. Questions, by the way. I keep sending questions. Don't well, try. Try to stay life? away from the love stuff for a wee bit. I quite like the love stuff. I'm all loved out, man. Well, That's... you go training, you go nutrition, you go business, you go mindset, you go whatever you want. You ask anything you want. Topics. Somebody sent on a topic, and I can't. I don't even know what you're asking. So there's no point us doing your topic when he sent me a video. London Town, Bruce Springsteen never lets you down. Dancing in the dark, definitely needs talked about on the pod. Bruce Springsteen. There's the what he sent me. You might know know the name. I can't see his name. Um, name's Rory Fox. Uh, well, I don't know what you're asking, Rory. Definitely needs talked about in the pod. Bruce Springsteen. Aye, great. <laughs> That is a great. That's a great song. It, no, it's an okay song. Bruce Springsteen's got a lot better. What's your favorite song, by the way? The River, is it? Well, that's not a bad song. Yeah, 
I like that one. Bruce Spring, no, but Bruce Spring seems very good. I'll give you that. Rory. Rory. Nothing wrong with it at all. Nothing wrong at all. But guys, you know what you could do? Go stream the song, share it in your stories. Number one. Buy some coffee. Carl. I'm looking at two bags here this minute. We have 20 cents. Fuck me. I'm never getting that coffee. <laughs> I asked him for that about four weeks ago. You know, do you know what you did? You texted me. It was just about the press play in a packed nightclub. My people were there in front of me shouting, Quinzer, Quinzer, Quinzer. And I was standing just soaking up the atmosphere and then I get a ding ding from Tony McAlevey. Jesus, this is unexpected because he doesn't speak to me only once a week. And then, oh, get, send me coffee now or I'm canceling the podcast. That's what you're that like, guys. not what I said at all, you brat. <laughs> send me coffee now or cancel the podcast. <laughs> Right. Um, but I wait, wait, wait. We'll do the ratings. Have we gone up or down? Fuck, I don't have a clue. Bound have went up. Wait, that's that's not the right one. Bound have went up, Tony. What do you think? I would say the same. Seventy-four ratings, four point nine. It's went up. up. And we'll check here on Google or Google Apple. Yep, same in, same there. There you go, guys. Keep rating and reviewing. Keep, muffler, right? keep rating and reviewing. Share the podcast and ask the questions. We'll chat these next time.